Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The National Labor Relations Board offers buyouts and early retirements to some of its employees. The agency says years of flat funding led to an imbalanced staff at NLRB headquarters and its regional offices. It's asked for and received authority to offer early retirement and voluntary separation incentive payments to realign staff with specific office workloads. NLRB says it's also relocating some funds to offer the remaining employees more training. More data scientists are needed at all 56 FBI field offices. John Adams, executive assistant director of the FBI's information technology branch, says the agency has also increased its outreach to students with in-demand IT skills. Adams says the bureau struggles to compete with the private sector and its ability to offer higher pay to top talent. The FBI launched a major recruiting campaign this year aimed at colleges and universities with strong data science programs. Two more federal technology executives are on the move. The Interior Department is losing its chief information officer. GSA names an acting director of the Technology Transformation Service. Sylvia Burns becomes the second cabinet agency CIO to leave her role this week. She will join the FDIC as its deputy CIO for enterprise strategy in early September. On Tuesday, HHS transferred its CIO, Beth Kaloran, to a new role. Over at GSA, Kelly Olson will run the TTS on an interim basis. She replaces Joanne Collins-Smee, who is leaving federal service at the end of August. I'm Jason Miller. Last year's hurricane season was tough on the Federal Emergency Management Agency. It says its staff was stretched too thin and its total workforce fell short of the agency's staffing targets before hurricane season started. FEMA deployed 73% of its staff at one point to a hurricane-impacted area last fall. It also relied on a volunteer surge capacity force of over 4,000 federal employees from the Homeland Security Department and 34 other agencies. President Trump nominates Marine Corps Lieutenant General Kenneth McKenzie as the next leader of U.S. Central Command. McKenzie currently serves as the director of the Joint Staff. He also served as the director of Joint Staff Strategic Plans and Policy from October 2016 to July 2017. McKenzie will take over for General Joseph Votel. The top commander at the Army's Fort Lee has been relieved of command, but the reasons remain unclear. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. For the past year, Major General Paul Hurley has been the commander of both the Army's Combined Armed Support Command and the Virginia base where its headquarters are located. But as Newsweek first reported, he's been relieved pending an official investigation. In a statement the Army provided to the publication, officials said Hurley was removed because of a loss in confidence in his ability to lead, but declined to provide further details. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. A senior official at the State Department who retaliated against career employees gets promoted. Democrats on two House committees say Secretary Mike Pompeo recently appointed Brian Hook to head the agency's Iran Action Group. Congressman Elijah Cummings and Elliot Engel questioned the hiring in a letter to Pompeo. Earlier this year, a whistleblower provided email showing Hook referred to a career employee as a leaker and a troublemaker and pressured an employee to leave her agency post earlier than planned. The lawmakers asked the agency for records of any state employee reassignment since the start of the Trump administration. The Homeland Security Department continues to struggle to keep programs on schedule and on budget. The Government Accountability Office finds 14 of the 24 projects it reviewed were delayed, over budget, or both. Auditors say despite DHS strengthening its portfolio management process, projects still face delays or increased costs because of technical challenges, changes in requirements, and external factors. GAO recommends DHS take two steps, review why programs breach their cost or schedule, and conduct post-program reviews to learn from their mistakes. 
And the IRS releases a new format for tax transcripts aimed at stopping identity theft. The agency plans to redact personally identifiable information from forms when taxpayers request transcripts online or through the mail. It's also created a new customer file number that lenders, colleges, and other third parties can use to request transcripts instead of a taxpayer's social security number. Acting IRS Commissioner David Cotter says the change will help combat tax refund fraud. Acting IRS Commissioner David Cotter says the change will help combat tax refund fraud. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.